0: Welcome to Conversations with Klana, made for the modern woman who wants to raise her self-esteem, increase her satisfaction and build happy and loving relationships with herself and others. More and more, women feel they have lost their spark and the connection to themselves and miss deep intimacy in their lives. Rather than accept a life that doesn't shine, they want to change to one that does. Join the conversation each week when Klana and her guests explore practical ways and positive solutions to living a new, authentic life based on self love, connection, harmony, and joy. Now, here is your host, Transformation Catalyst, author, and speaker, Klana.
1: Hello, everybody, to another episode of Conversations with Klana. Today, I say hello to Malo, Nikola. This is my pleasure that you are here on my show, my dear. And I want to quickly introduce you before I give you the word. Uh, Malo is a teacher of surrender and serendipity, guiding people to create a peaceful, playful and magical life. She offers small intimate retreats in her home in Hood River, Oregon, in the US, along with virtual retreats where people can experience the peace, play, and magic in their own home. Welcome again, Marlo. And this is so true. As much as I know you, and I know you for a while already, but only online, we never met in person it's time that that is that's happening oh but what i what i just read describes you really <laughs> the peacefulness mm-hmm. this is what i get from you the playfulness and the yeah it starts with the unicorns which we cannot see yet in this moment but before i could see it on your wall exactly <laughs>
2: There's that one and then I also have this big one that my husband and I made. <laughs>
1: Beautiful.
2: <laughs>
1: so how let us let us know a little bit about you.
2: Ah oh, well, um, one, I'm just really grateful to be here and spend time with you and um just to see what shows up in our conversation. And um I guess I'm a, a military spouse, but my husband's retired, so we've moved around a lot. And we've officially landed in Hood River, Oregon, um, and have done a lot of renovation on our property, bought it with the intention of doing retreats here. Um, I love playing um, which is just some lightheartedness and um, being in nature. I love talking about surrender, I love um, right now, I'm really loving just being in my own energy and in my own space. <laughs> so um, I love slowing down. I love, um, yeah, just listening to what wants to happen and just being in that space. So, yeah, that's, I guess, me in a nutshell. <laughs> and and that is, this is
1: especially important in these days here. But
2: I experienced you like this
1: even before.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I feel, I mean, thanks for that reflection. I, I definitely feel like one of the reasons that this time is like pretty easy for me is because I've already been in that energy. And so it just allows me to um, apply, you know, in that way of being to all areas. And, and I just now have a deeper knowing that this is, for me, the path and the way through, and the way of um, how I can offer that to other people if they want it.
1: Mm -hmm. Exactly, and um, yeah, your playfulness, when when I follow you on Facebook and you post those pictures of your beautiful, it's not a garden, (laughs) your beautiful surroundings, they really are like Fairies and, and <laughs> I, this is just that feeling somehow, and, and that fit is such a fit for you
2: and what you were doing. Yeah, it's, it's really fascinating because, um, you know, fairies and unicorns and those magic that magical realm hadn't really been part of my experience, even as a child. I hear a lot of people where that is, and then it gets kind of drummed out of them, but I didn't have that. Um, I did have parking ferries for a really long time, um, but not really giving it much thought beyond you know that. But this place like called us here, and it's really activated that within me. Um, and I'm just really grateful that that world is opening up even more. And when people come here, at Wake, it wakes it wakes it up in them too. It's really great.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: one of your big topics is surrender,
1: as I know, and your own story. I don't know in how much you want to talk about that. Brought you very much into the surrender situation.
2: It sure did, yeah, I need to share that. Um, so it was maybe three years ago, um, we, I had just done my first retreat here uh, in, with people in person, and we had done a lot of renovations to the place, but um, it wasn't complete. And there was retreat um, is when a fire near um, our place in Co- the Columbia River was ignited and actually started encroaching on our property. And so I'm sitting on the deck and realizing that everything that we just did could go up in flames, you know, and I couldn't do anything about it. And because of the energy that I was just in, I think I was able to like deepen into the surrender and just know that even if this place goes up in flames, the dream is still alive, Dwayne and I will be okay. There's not even anything in the house that would actually take me, like I my stuff, but I'm not attached to it. It just felt like there's some freedom that was available to that and it helped that my husband was in this around it like he was still doing some renovations because we had another retreat in a couple of weeks and so he's like well it's either going to go up in flames or we're going to have a retreat so i need to do to get it ready and then a few days after that i actually um was told i had breast cancer and That just took me into an even deeper surrender. And I really let myself be with the shock, with the fear, with the anger, with the disbelief, with all of those emotions that were coming up, the shame. There's a lot of shame that actually showed up because here I am living my dream, living a healthy lifestyle, vegan yoga teacher, you know, like doing all these things. And it's like, and law of attraction (laughs) manifesting and it's like, Oh, it doesn't work, or we're going to see that it doesn't work. Um, so there's aspect came in and I just let myself be with all of that. And I got to like really quickly got to a place where I just made the commitment to myself to be like, to approach it from a place of peacefulness, treat it as an adventure. And let the magic happen and just be real to that. And I just really stood in that. made a commitment to also not make a decision out of fear. So anytime fear would bubble up, I let myself be with it and it dissolved. And then I can make a clean, clear decision. So there's definitely different um, moments and some flows of, of that as I navigated the, the experience. And you know, three or four months after I was diagnosed, I did have a lumpectomy, um, but I didn't do chemo or radiation. And there's, you know, a huge story within that too. But in four months I was complete with the journey. Like, I feel like it was an initial activation that really helped me be in that energy of surrender and see like, this is the way for me to um, live my life and to share with others wow what a story so this is really amazing and i re-
1: i remember that time <laughs> first i said oh my god she was so happy that her house is almost ready or mostly ready for the retreat and then the fire came and then that half story wow so i could feel with yeah. you from far I was so admiring you and your attitude towards all that. That was really brilliant. And you are a great example. You could be a great example for everybody who would be in such a similar situation. And what you said before is really great because you can apply that to a lot of situations right now where the world is now to not be strangulated by the fear but take decisions out of, the, of your peace and out of the calm. Yes.
2: Yeah, I feel like that is, it's a different dimension where the solutions will come, the answers will come. And I know in my cancer experience, one of the things I wrote down from um, Chris Carr's book, Crazy Sexy Cancer, she said something about like uh, there's affirmation and one of them was that I get to know and trust my inner MD. And ooh, how am I going to do that? Like what I don't know anything mean? about cancer, a medical doctor, yeah. and I have no idea how, what I, why I'm writing this down, or how that's even going to show up. It became very clear um, after the second time they wanted me to do um. You know, for less than five percent benefit like it was just really kind of interesting like logically it didn't make sense but i was still in like that explorer of trusting the journey and if it meant that i did chemo i was I totally surrendered to them. but once i removed all her and urgency i was able to hear my inner truth and it was to not do it and then to have it be um confirmed by other doctors afterwards saying that I shouldn't do it. I I already knew that, but it was nice to hear that, to have that reflection. And I think it probably also helped my family (laughs) know that I wasn't just doing this, that there was some backup with it, but deep surrendering and and knowing that the solutions will come from that space of stillness and peace and clean energy. Mm -hmm. And it is so, so
1: important to listen to yourself, but you can all, only listen to yourself if you shut down the noise from the outside, which is not so easy. So maybe our listener would ask, how did she do that? <laughs> do you have a few ideas that, that, can, that people can
2: grab? Um, yeah, let me see. I think in that particular moment um serendipitously my husband had planned a a um anniversary trip for us to go stay in a treehouse celebrate our anniversary by the alphabet so we were on letter t for that and so he offered or he planned a, a trip for um to stay in a treehouse and it ended up being just beautiful and um there was a healer there that I spent time with. It was a container for me to kind of remove myself from my physical space to be in an energy where I could be with all of the emotions and then to speak to someone and have a healing session that helped me just get like super clear. Like afterwards, I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I just need to like unplug from that experience. And she's like, yeah, that's what I got to. (laughs) So um, I feel like, to be in nature um, to have support and also just know that you are not your emotions and you are not your thoughts and energy emotions to me this is an interesting thing that's been showing up I feel like we've been in you know a way of being where we weren't really allowed our feelings and our emotions and now there's more permission and and support and encouragement to really go into your emotions and be with them. But that's not the end. You know, like I, we have to get to this place where we realize we are not those feelings and emotions and we don't make decisions from the highs or the lows. Like it's really from that neutral space that everything and every, every possibility is available to us. And so I think we get caught up, they did too, especially with Law of Attraction where it talks about raising your vibration and doing the things that only only feel good. Um, It was kind of at a place where you stopped paying attention to the the heavier stuff. And now we're going more into the heavy stuff, but a lot of us are spinning in there and just like um, living in that heaviness and we don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, It it can transmute if we let it.
1: That's what I say lately. (laughs) more often you you should feel your emotions but you should not fall into them just feel them acknowledge acknowledge them and then let them go through you and then they can disappear
2: yeah yeah cuz emotions really all they are is chemical response in our body and it's just energy that wants to move like it's energy in motion emotion so it just kind of removes the, the person or the self identity and the personalization. have to take them on as like, I am afraid. It's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sensing fear. (laughs) You know, like I'm sensing that energy. I am not that. So it's been a really fun way. And I know that helped me through the experience. Yes. Great. And now you are helping what women, men, it's primarily women, but I would just say it's it's mostly like gentle souls who we are not taught this and who don't really fit into um like the the type a the forcing pushing kind of energy, but that's definitely what's been predominantly taught, and so I feel like surrender is needed more now than ever, and I feel like it's still a new concept, a new way of being for a lot of people and how do you apply this to business where there's goals and intentions or your life when you want to accomplish something or even your body if you want to change it. It it just is a different way of being with all of that that I feel like we're on some level on the cutting edge of surrender being proud. Now you seem to be frozen totally.
1: Okay. This this whole conversation seems to be a very good practice for me in surrendering in the tech, because at times I hear you, uh, I don't hear you. There's a breakout, and then you are frozen, and I don't actually know if this will play out in the recording as well or not. And so I'm telling myself, okay, surrender. It's perfect. <laughs> it is like it is. can, we, can
2: we- again, if we need to, and we can also just trust that this energy is being activated in, yeah. In the ethers. I,
1: think, I think it's really, it's really great. It's, it's a good example also for the listener to go through that. So in your, your retreats, they, I, I guess there are a lot of, uh, a lot of the exercises or the practices outside. Are they?
2: You know, it depends on the weather. It depends on um, the time of year. I mean, there's definitely time outside for sure. I have a, this beautiful studio that's right through the door here. So we do a lot of our morning practices in, in there. Um, I give people a lot of space to be with themselves. So it's not a packed retreat. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people will find themselves outside wandering around, laying on the grass, um but we're surrounded by it so you feel like you're immersed in it even if you're in the home so it's but nature is a big part of the experience for sure
1: and i feel it when i'm talking with you now and i've never been at your place just from knowing you and seeing some of the pictures you posted i can really feel like ah.
2: And I definitely want to be there one time. Yeah, I love hearing that because that's definitely one of my intentions is that it can be felt and that whether you come here or not, that it's still of service. So thank you for reflecting that. Yes,
1: and um, it's it's one of your gifts, I would say, to give that to other people so that they
2: can feel it. Mm. Yeah. I have a question for you. What, what is your experience with surrender? And where do you find that it gets really sticky for you? Um,
1: today, I had, I fell back a little bit into my old mode of working, working, working. It was like some uh, legal stuff that I had to deal with. Then my computer didn't want to work. And, you, you know, those days maybe that uh, if something doesn't work out, there are, there's a series of stuff that comes together. And it only comes together because I didn't stop. If I And I was aware of it, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was aware of it. In former times, I wouldn't even have been aware of those things. But for me, I was aware what's, going, what's happening here, and I could have stopped if I would have um, followed my, my instinct, let's say it like that. But I let myself fall into the old pattern of behavior, and I, boom, I went through. <laughs> and and the, the result was right before we met, I was clever enough to set my alarm clock 15 minutes before we met and then I put some music on I danced to, awesome. <laughs> to, to be present here
2: mm-hmm. but
1: it's really really interesting how fast I come go back into the
2: old pattern but it's it doesn't happen very often anymore that's good it's great and that's something to celebrate right yeah. like sometimes I think going back into The pattern helps us witness how far we've come. Yeah. So, but it's easy too. Like I find the same thing, especially like I am really good at surrendering in all areas of my life. Business has been the toughest because I think we've been so indoctrinated on the working hard. You know, like there's just so many things that we have been taught and that's being celebrated. We're hearing success stories from people. So I think it's a pattern that I resort to pretty easily as well. And um, it's, yeah, transmuting that, which I'm noticing now The I'm able to do. And just like you, you're not in there as often. Yeah, um, so, yeah I think that's a big sticky point for a lot of entrepreneurs. Yeah,
1: just step
2: back. And the the wilder it gets, <laughs> the more you
1: should stop it.
2: Well, you know, it's interesting I wonder. And and this is just kind of pondering out loud, but I think there's this um sense that we are only in the flow if things are working well. And I think we're always in the flow and it's more of like just not judging and um like being with what's coming up and yeah, there's times where we need to stop it for sure. But I feel like yeah, there's... What I meant is taking a break,
1: not, not stopping it totally. But just for me, for instance, just not go on, but yeah. stop it, sit there, meditate. And actually I did do something. I took my bicycle and, and uh, moved a little, <laughs> my body a little bit. So it wasn't totally bad. Yeah, but to do those things and then go back to your task.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think sometimes just shifting the energy, shifting the environment, moving our body is really great. So coming into stillness. Yeah. So I'm, I bet you have a, pra- a daily practice. Would you share it with us? Hmm. Yeah. I don't have a daily practice. Oh wow. No, I, and I've judged myself for that because there has been an, uh, a longing for it. And there are times when I do have one, but I also know for me, I work in cycles. Like I'm knowing that if I did it would become mundane and you know, like it wouldn't have the same energy around it. So I would say my daily practice is surrender. Like my daily practice is the way I'm being, but it's, it's just woven through everything that I do, the presence that I am aware of in the moment So to me, I guess that is the daily practice, but it's not something I'm actually doing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I bring in yoga. Sometimes I just drink tea. This morning I woke up early and was really inspired to write, so I wrote an article that I'll be publishing around the theme that I see happening throughout 2020. Um, I like variety, and so um, I just am honoring that and not making it wrong.
1: No, thank you. And maybe you just gave me uh, an idea that I need to re, uh, reframe the whole thing with a the routine. They, with the, Yeah, because I am having something like that and I, I don't have it, you know? It's similar to you. Maybe I just shouldn't re- uh, talk about a daily routine, but more like um, thing, more awareness around what you're doing every day. And of course, it, it could be different things. Just being aware and that and, and taking those breaks and not pressuring yourself through the day.
2: Yes. I, one of the things that I, I do regularly, I ask what wants to happen.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I don't always honor it, but I will, for the most part, honor it. And I just... Um, Like I'm in the moment with what wants to happen and over. It's like, oh, well, what wants to happen now? And if I get nothing, then I don't really do a lot. You know, like I'm really trusting that flow. And I also think that our daily routine, even self-care can actually become really, um, I don't want to use the word dangerous, but I, I feel like they become supportive because as even if we're doing nice things for ourselves it's coming from a place of should it's a very diff- it's an outside in versus an inside out kind of thing so i know that the more i have really deepened into the surrender the more i've loved myself as i am without needing to fix or judge or move or, you know change anything then the things just naturally want to happen and so i think we get mixed up of like oh well in order to love myself or in order to do these things i need to do it needs to look this way and what I'm realizing is that those net things naturally happen from a shift within ourselves. So it's not something we, we make ourselves do or have to do. Uh, and it's, it's a very, very different experience.
1: Yeah, this is, this is so true. So that your self-care doesn't become another task. May, may, maybe at the beginning it is like that, until you get familiar with something different, and then then that you can have a better choice, because otherwise you are falling too easily back in your old pattern it 's all about the balance and and everybody every person is different, so each of you should figure out what 's best for you.
2: Yeah, and I, I think it also starts with not judging the pattern, yeah. you know, like it's it's really even, so I think a lot of times people think of surrender as a letting go or um, giving up or um, releasing, and that's definitely a piece of it, but I see that there's more aspects to it, like the, and I've kind of spoken to it already, but I'll, I'll bring it out in these chunks. One is being with it, mm-hmm. being with the pattern, being with the disappointment that I'm hearing, or being with whatever that is. And then you can actually go into the releasing the resistance to the pattern or releasing the resistance to all the reasons you need what you're trying to do. And then it frees up the energy so that you can actually let in what it may not even be the things that you thought you needed to wait or the things you needed to get healthy or the things that you needed to business. The other solutions will show up. And then that's when you can share and show up in a very clean way. So that's kind of how I look at the surrender process and the surrender practice.
1: Beautiful. So thank you very much for sharing your insights. That was very interesting. (laughs) I think they are also valuable for the listener. I hope so. If somebody wants to contact you, how can they do that?
2: there's a couple of ways. One is email um, they can join my email list and I send sparkly magic in their inbox and go to my, you can do that through my website. Um, it's just my name, marlonicola.com. And I'm also on Facebook. People can even come into the group peaceful magic with Marlo. And um, we just spend a lot of time in there sharing inspiration and insights around surrender.
1: I will put this information in the show notes.
2: Great. Thank you,
1: Klana. Marlo, thank you so much Mm. for taking the time to talk to me here. (laughs) And I hope this was good for you out there that are listening to our conversation. Thank you and bye bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Conversations with Klana. Remember to follow us on social media and get connected. Visit our website, conversationswithkalana.com for show notes and additional episodes. And if you like this broadcast, please share it with your friends to help us empower more women to live an authentic and happy life and make this world a better place for everyone.